Hey John, how's it going? Hello, hello, hello. It's it's going. It's it, going. It's it is once again a, a week ahead of the last episode. Uh, a week has passed. Yeah. I'm sure we have both done a week's worth of things to to talk about in the opening segment of this episode. It was was your week uneventful? My week was very uneventful. <laughs> ah. I uh, as I as I talked about last episode, I. I continued my journey in digging through emails, uh, which got increasingly harder to deal with. Like the the more I did it, because you know when you when you when you initially start going through them, it it like all the obvious like big ones are easy to pick out. Like shit ton of Twitter emails, shit ton of Facebook emails, like the, the those those big ones that spam you. The shit you should have unsubscribed from, yeah. like, 8,000 emails ago. Yeah. Like, those are the easy ones to deal with. But but then it got to the point where, like, I was at, like, 1,500 emails left. And, like, every single email that was in there was from something that had only emailed me maybe, like, three or five times. So, it... There, there was more hidden in there than I expected. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know. I started finding some really old shit that I hadn't thought about in a really long time. It was, it was getting crazy. I ended up finding some, uh, some logins for like even older stuff. And I got access to my older email accounts. Like, holy shit. like, like my first email account, uh, <laughs> which is really funny. Uh, cause you know how you can like tell like where you were. Like, when you made something, like, based on the username? Yeah. Um, my first email account, I don't mind throwing this out there, because it's funny, <laughs> and I'm gonna delete it, like, within the week. I'm gonna send a bunch of emails to you. <laughs> um, my first email username, uh, was tf2rotf at gmail.com, which, for the un- uninitiated, stands for Transformers 2 Revenge of the Fallen. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Which, which I know for a fact I made before the movie came out because I hated the movie. I saw that movie in theaters and I hated it. <laughs> what are your thoughts on Transformers: Two: Revenge of the Fallen now? Um, I, 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 now that I like know more about like things that were going on at the time, it, it is very obvious that it was a product of the the writer strike that was going on at the time. Uh, because. Like you can tell, like uh, Michael Bay had like way more of a writing role in that movie than he did in all the other movies he directed. Uh, there were like there were like all these weird, very, very, very adult jokes. Like there were adult jokes in the first movie, uh, but yeah. like, but like giving Devastator like a giant wrecking ball nutsack is maybe like. I don't know. I mean, I mean, Bumblebee <laughs> pees on a guy in the. That's first different. Movie. That's different. <laughs> <laughs> Pee and balls are different. If too. if if that scene were written, uh, when like like if that scene were in Revenge of the Fallen, uh, Bumblebee would have had a penis. Like that's the difference. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, but, I, I can believe this. But anyways, uh, I had I had a huge trek down memory lane this past week because I got I got access to my MySpace account. I found email. I found an email that I sent to my my middle school crush that was really cringy. <gasps> uh, yeah, 
it was a different time. <laughs> it was Oh, I sent her an email, she never responded. She didn't. That's what. That's what. That's what made me like delete. Oh. I deleted the email instantly. I was like, I can't think about this for more than like a second. Oh. Uh, but I, 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 I yeah. That, that's basically what the past week was for me. Like getting access to old accounts, uh, dwelling on them for a little bit, feeling cringy about uh, 2008 John, and just nuking the accounts. Like I deleted a bunch of accounts in the past week. I'm doing a little salute emoji. I'm doing a little 07. How, how about you? What, what, what were you up to this week? Uh, Actually, uh, over the weekend, uh, me and some friends uh, got an Airbnb in New Jersey, and we had a little Discord meetup, and we all hung out uh, and watched Evo while that was happening. Cool, cool. So that was a lot of fun. Um, Yeah, Evo was a, was a good time. Uh, I got to to play some games. I got to play some fighting games with people. I haven't done that in person in a while. I got to play a little bit of Yu-Gi-Oh! Shout out to friend of the pod, uh, Corin, uh, who I infected with my my terrible hobby. <laughs> um, and yeah, uh, it was a really good time. Uh, Evo was sick. Uh, I actually didn't watch Guilty Gear Top Eight because I fell asleep before it happened. It was like I stayed up and I watched like. I, we watched, like, all of the Street Fighter Top 8. I was, like, the only person who was awake for the Street Fighter Top 8. Um, and it was awesome. Uh, Street Fighter 5 is kind of a, a kind of a sleeper game at this point, I think a lot of people would agree. Yeah. Um, just in that it's been out for a while, and it has never really kind of had the X factor that a lot of the cooler games do. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I'm boring, and I like watching it. Uh, and it was one of the more... It, it was it was probably the most engaged I was throughout all of Evil because I was the, it was the game I had played the most. Um, I watched a Tekken Top Eight. Uh, we watched Tekken Top Eight together as well. Uh, Tekken was Tekken Top Eight was really really hype, but like I watched Tekken, I don't know a single fucking thing that's going on. <laughs> I see, I see Guile throw a fireball, and I'm like, that makes sense to me. I see, uh, any any I see the bear from Tekken like wave dash around the screen at a hundred <laughs> miles per hour, and I'm like, I. These players are just on another level. Um, Hell yeah. But yeah, uh, Evo was really sick. Um, and then I got to go home and read all of the weirdest dudes online's takes about uh, Bridget being trans. <laughs> so that was also fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not a fighting game person, but like, I, 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 I am just a casual enough video gamer that like, I know fighting games, like, and I've, I've, I've played a little bit, like, but I don't know what I'm doing at the same time, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I, I love Guilty Gear, I, I love, I love the lore of Guilty Gear, uh, I've played just <laughs> I, enough, I play, I, I know nothing, I love Guilty Gear, but, like, my Guilty Gear lore knowledge is, like, <laughs> fragmented at best, <laughs> I could not tell you the plot of any of the games. Understandable. Uh, but I, I am just invested enough that I get excited when, when, like, new characters are announced mm-hmm. for Guilty Gear. So I was very excited about Bridget. I, I was excited about Testament when, when Testament got announced and all that happened. Uh, and then it, it all got to happen again. It's, it's so fun when people get mad <laughs> about things that are weird to get mad about. It's, it's, it's so fun to we- read people's weird takes. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 it was, I feel like it was more fun this time around because I got to see so many people be like, oh no, this is a, this is, this is a loss for femboy representation. 
Which is, like, the funniest way to, like, view this. People get really weird when, like, the... I don't, I don't, it's, it's, it's like a horny thing. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's it is. undoubtedly a horny it thing. It is. Um, but it, it is just, like, come on, dude, it's weird. Yeah, the, the, they're of the mindset of, I can't get off to a trans person or something like that. It's, yeah, it's definitely a horny thing. I, I, I don't know. If that's your problem, like, I don't know what to say to you. I Get help. I, I legit, <laughs> get help, yeah, get help. Um, but yeah, no, I thought that was, I thought that that reveal was uh, really cool and really sweet. Um, cause basically like, I thought that like the, if they were going to bring back Bridget as a character ever, like the two ways they could ever do it would be to either like play it off as a joke and have Bridget come back as like a really masculine male character or just to yeah. play it like this. Yeah. And I, I'm, I guess I'm pleased that we're at a point where, uh, a, a Japanese game studio, no less is like confident enough to just like make a character openly trans and like there's not really any not really any room for debate left up uh based on the on the on the on the, on the actual canon but, but aiden this this is evidence that daisuke has been corrupted by the west oh uh, my god you're right i forgot that japanese people can't have opinions on things and only white people have agency and can only convince them of of what is natural and unnatural that's crazy you're ha- right haven't you heard there there is no such thing as as trans people in japan do, oh my do, god do not do me. not google x gender do not do that uh <laughs> you will find nothing when you google that i don't even know what that's talking about but you don't? I, oh, I, did. I, I legitimately don't. I'm very culturally ignorant. Uh, there are trans people in Japan. They're, they're, That's insane. Yeah, uh, it's just the the term is ex-gender, I believe. Are, are you telling me that complicated societal notion, complicated social constructs like gender manifest differently in different societies? Or is that hey what man, you're trying to hey tell man, me? I, I don't know. That's That sounds uh, crazy. <laughs> I don't know, man. To me, this it, it seems to me like a like a bunch of uppity localizers decided to just make everything uh, trans. Those, star, those darn localizers with their gay agenda. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah, the the whole like localizer. I I never really thought about this one before, but the whole um anger people feel towards localizers and like the way that people tend to attribute things in games they don't like to the localization is. Uh, more or less identical to the way people treat um, Homestuck material that came after the comic ended. Yeah. Um, which is my transition Whoa! to ask you Whoa! if you want to talk about Pester Quest. <laughs> he did it, everybody. He segued. <laughs> I'm so good. That was that was my first uh, good segue on the pod. I would love to talk about Pester Quest Volume Three and Four, featuring Dave right. Strider and Jade Harley. All right, then we can do that. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, our reading for today, uh, as John just said, is, uh, Past Your Quest Volumes 3 and 4. Um, I guess we can, uh, get started and dive right into, uh, Dave, if you have no objections. Hell yes. Dave All Strider. Right David Strider. Uh, in the flesh. Okay. So, um, to recap, uh... Having just uh made having just made friends with Rose, we depart and warp ourselves to Dave's apartment, uh, where we uh, land on the roof and we are confronted by none other than Dave. Uh, Dave is immediately skeptical of our appearance. Uh, our 
non-mailman-like uh, attire and our lack of a mailbag, anything like that, or packages. Uh, but before he can grill us too hard, the sun grills us a little bit too hard, and we are we succumb to the Texas heat. Uh, we awake uh, in an indeterminate amount of time later uh, on the couch uh, next to Dave, who is in the midst of a heated gaming session, uh, doing some... More of a chill gaming session, really, doing some uh, some non-specific skate game. Um, he explains to us that he's not super invested in making sure that we are all right, but John seems to really have taken a liking to us, so he decided he would uh, do us a favor and make sure that we didn't uh, perish of heat stroke. He also lets us know that our hoodie is in the shower. Um, of course. So it at is. this point, <laughs> of course it is. Where else would it be? Um, so at this point, we have the option to question uh, the placement of the hoodie in the shower, uh, or just, you know, go along with it. Um, and if we choose to question the, uh, what's going on in the Strider household, even the littlest bit, uh, this leads us down a path where um, Dave basically deflects from the, the where's your washing machine question, by uh, bringing up, like, hey, check out all the puppets that are lying around everywhere in my home. Um, the So we've gone from uh, something is a little bit wrong to something is very wrong. Yeah. Uh, he starts, uh, as he explains this, as, as a, he deflects this to us, um, he turns and he starts texting John. And in a classic MSP reader fashion, uh, we spy over his shoulder a little bit. And... Uh, we we do a little we do a little uh snooping and we we uh we're we're privy to a conversation where uh Dave is kind of just doing his Dave thing uh we we take note of a remark he makes a joke he makes about eating ass and uh we used to comment like hey i think you and john would be cute together basically this causes a um I initially wrote down minor, and then I scribbled it out. It, it, Dave <laughs> has a meltdown. Yeah. As a result of this. Um, I, I, it, what do you say about a Dave meltdown? Uh, uh, he's, he gets really specific and in on and starts talking about how uh, weird it would be, uh, how he's definitely not gay, um, but how we have to talk about this and how not gay he is. But maybe he is gay. Um, and wouldn't that be funny? Uh, and flowery metaphors about going off to war, uh, and, and dying in, in the heats of this conversation. It's a Dave meltdown. It is a Dave meltdown. Uh, Very rather than unpack this at this point, MSP reader chooses to sneak away and we get our first bad ending. Uh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, it's very Dave Strider to get completely stunlocked and just keep rambling. Yeah. It, it 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 is the most Dave thing one can do, I think. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I think it's a it's a cute little detail, uh, or clever or good writing that the the the, the bad end that that is like Dave tr- trails off and gets caught up in his own uh internal troubles with his own sexuality, uh, in as a result of. Like directly questioning the weirdness of the Strider household. It's a it's a good little use of a, a bad end. Yeah, I agree. Uh, let's see. If we choose to just go along with the whole 
hooding the shower thing. Uh, we just kind of let Dave let let Dave go. Um. Uh, Dave keeps talking. We a little bit. We learn a little bit more about Bro. Um, or Dave's brother, and we uh see that we owns he owns a fuck ton of puppets. Um. While we were looking around the Strider house, uh, we do notice a little camera coming out of the ice dispenser in the fridge. Um, so that's a normal thing in the normal households to have. Uh, or when we go over to investigate it, uh, we trip over a uh, hidden wire trap. And Dave explains that the traps like this uh, have kept him on his toes since infancy. Um, he describes how uh, sometimes they, whatever the tripwire is hooked up to just never goes off or wasn't hooked up to anything. And you're left, uh, waiting for the, for the payoff for days or even weeks. Um, and that has, and, and how that harsh training has made him into the man he is today. Nightmare. It, <laughs> it's... It's a, it's a, it's a reveal, it's, it's a revealing, it's un, it's unintentionally revealing Dave moment. Uh, the kind of thing that Rose is friends with him for, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, or a, a thing that Rose probably very much enjoys. Uh, let's see. Uh, we are offered at some point in one of uh, the, the reason that we go out into the, the reason that we start looking around is that Dave offers one of us, one of bro's shirts, uh, as a replacement for a hoodie that is in the shower. Um, upon finding a crisp, uh, retail folded polo shirt under a pile of smuppets, uh, we we're given the option to put it on or not. Now, if we refuse, uh, there is a short ending where we are defenestrated by a surprise, a surprise bro, and we, as we plunge to our deaths, we uh, contemplate his twinkishness and or hunkishness. Um, <laughs> the the image of MS Peter falling out of the the building while contemplating like bro's chiseled torso is very funny. It is. It is. <laughs> There's also a, a, a Cal appearance in that uh, bad ending, um, but I did not catch anything too out of the ordinary about uh, Callus in this whole thing. He's he seems to be Cal as usual, which is loaded, but classic surprising. Very very normal classic mode Cal. Normal Cal. If we choose to instead accept the shirt, uh, we go to we go down the hall of Dave's room to change. Um, and he uh follows he uh follows us close behind, uh and come and uh we find him in the hall in the, in the doorway uh sipping on an apple juice uh, after we finish changing, um. Dave uh presses us a bit at this point on our whole mailman act. Uh, Dave has uh unsurprisingly sniffed out at this point that we're full of shit. Um, Miss Pre Reader uh decides, hey, you know, no problem, I can deal with this. Uh, and breaks down and starts crying it, 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 the second they open their mouths to say something to, to lie. Uh, we, so in our breakdown, we, uh, we, we blub, we managed to blubber out the truth. And, uh, Dave in, Dave, Dave forgives us. Um, and it's like, whoa, 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 it's okay. We all, we all make mistakes. It's just, just chill out, man, a little bit. Um, conversation once again turns amicable. Uh, Dave, 
uh, ironically bemoans that we chose that John told us all about his cool friends. Um, he saw uh, we've already eavesdropped on the immensely cool conversation where Dave was trying to persuade John that you in fact aren't a mailman. Um, and despite all this, we chose to go and hang out with Rose first. How could we? Ugh. Uh, in an attempt to win Dave over, uh, we press a little bit on what, uh, what he would, uh, we, I completely lost where it was in my notes. Okay. Uh, Uh, okay. So he forgives us, um, he moans that we are low, we were low priority in the rows. Uh, but in exchange, uh, we... We reach out to him and we offer to let him use go anywhere with our powers. Um, and we're like, no, 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 don't tell me. Uh, you can manifest the location yourself. And so we close our eyes. Uh, and when we open them again, we are in an olive garden. <laughs> <laughs> and we we have a delightful uh, meal with Dave at the Olive Garden. And we learn the we learn the value of friendship once again. Yay, Olive Garden. Olive Garden ending. Yeah. <laughs> Olive Garden. Yeah, yeah. This is okay. the part where we discuss Olive Garden. What are, you, what, are your, what are your thoughts on Olive Garden? I think I've been to Olive Garden twice and I was not impressed either time. Come on, man. Get it together. I... I it, it, even the... It, Olive Garden sucks, John. Um... I disagree. Okay. I, I, Why? <clears throat> uh, I'm a simple person who likes simple things. Olive Garden's a simple place with simple food. Are, are, do you feel like family <laughs> when you're there? Um, I don't. I actually feel a little stressed out when I'm there because uh, restaurants kind of make me nervous. I don't know why. Oh. That, that's, a, that's a John issue. Um. Uh- I don't know. I go there. I, I, I get I get my uh what do I get? <laughs> I always get the same thing when I'm there. I there. I like open the menu and I I like spot the thing that I got last time and I'm like, yeah, I want that. Mm-hmm. Uh I eat my breadsticks, I dip my breadsticks in my soup. It's a good time. I I guess I you gotta I I gotta give Olive Garden that the breadsticks are it's it's hard to fuck up breadsticks and any volume of breadsticks is good. Do you remember, like, a while ago on Twitter when the the conversation topic of the day was it's it's gay AF for a man to eat the warm bread out of the bowl when you are waiting for your food at a restaurant? <laughs> what? Do you remember this? I don't. Okay, we can talk about anything else instead of this then. <laughs> Alright. Um, yeah, uh... Dave's route, it, it's it's quite good. I liked it a lot. Um, I like it too. It, it, it touches on all the the core Dave stuff. Yeah, I I, I kind of wish it would it would lean a little more into how he feels about bro or the situation that he's living in. But I gu- I guess it kind of makes sense that that would be saved for, uh a Dave who is fully into the game and like out of that situation and given space to think about it. Uh, but I like that it does touch on like Dave's sexuality. Uh, mm-hmm. th- there are like hints at like how Dave 
might be feeling about the situation with bro uh such as like how uh-huh. he how he acts when like in the in the bro bad end uh when the camera pops out and he's very clearly like uncomfortable like speaking about it yeah the i think the um the way that dave talks about the whole living situation is i mean it's all bro right yeah um but yeah i i i the i i, I, I this was this was my main takeaway from it um was like the the picture this paints of like dave and bro and like how dave feels about bro is dave is like just not acknowledging anything like he's sweeping everything under the rug and if he never has to talk about it or acknowledge it then it's not a problem yeah um and he's never it seems like he is he's well it's impossible not to think about the situation when when you're in a situation like that but uh dave is very clearly like very 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 unwilling to to like talk about it yeah um and the way that like he talks about the when you when you when you hit the tripwire trap um and he goes on his whole rant about how like he hasn't fallen for one of those since he was a baby um and how like hitting one of those and it not doing anything like keeps him up yeah um it it really like gives you a clear idea of like how uh the whole mechanism of the strider household is like maybe not designed but functionally like very uh functionally adept at creating this like fear dependency uh from dave to bro yeah uh because like it's not only framed as in it's not only framed as like dave is in constant danger from bro but that whether you're uh, but that everything that that all of this is like for Dave's good, or like the, at least the way he's internalized it is that it's making him tougher for a like for the realities of life that are not this. Yeah, does that make sense? Yeah. Um, and what I was thinking of was like my my perspective on Bro kind of shifted from like assuming that he was like a a Machiavellian schemer, like trying to raise Dave in a very specific way to, like, more of a, like, uh, more of the trope of, like, shitty dad wants their kid to grow up tough. Yeah. Um, and I think that is a much more interesting, uh, angle on bro than, um, like, him just being evil would be. Yeah, I agree. Uh... Yeah. Uh, let's see what else. Um, I thought it was funny when he said stoic. Yeah. I, that, <laughs> I got that reference. I got that reference. Uh, what else? Oh, uh, let's see. Yeah. Um, the Dave Gay stuff. Uh, I I have never been a a John Daver. Um, I've never seen a, you know, honestly, uh midship whatever mm-hmm. um but it, it it makes more it made more sense to me in this con it like when we're just dealing with 13 year old dave 
that like oh yeah if he was dealing with gay feelings at this age then where else like that would be where he would that that would be like where he would be feeling that so yeah from a it, <clears throat> goodness from, from like a from a story perspective it makes so much like i don't know <laughs> the whole day of being gay for john thing never made made sense to me when it was um like a shipping thing but now that it's like a kid now that it's like oh this is a kid dealing with like oh that makes complete sense yeah um yeah uh, I don't know. What what did you think? Uh, any 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 more takes on on uh, Dave? Um, I'm kind of running. I'm kind of running through this a bit fast. Not not really a take on Dave, but how dare the the MSPA reader not know the 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 mailman oath, <laughs> which is a very real thing. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I assume that, what is it? It's like the, I assume that Dave was talking about the, like, snow or hail or whatever. The, yeah, the creed, the, cre- the creed, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have it pulled up right here so that we're all on the same page. So that we could, we could pass the, the Dave sniff test. Mm-hmm. Uh, if asked if we were a mailman. Everyone, everyone recite with me now. Neither snow nor rain nor heat nor gloom of night. Stays these couriers from the swift completion of their appointed rounds. That is the that is the USPS creed. I I feel like I should take this to their offices because I've definitely had some fucking Yu-Gi-Oh cards <laughs> go missing in the mail before. <laughs> but yeah, um, um, yeah, I guess that that was my that was the 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 idea of like bro was like a normal abusive parent and not like a, a, a super evil scheming one. That was my, that was my like new takeaway from this. Yeah. Um, I, I never really like, like once I got like further into Homestuck, I, I, I stopped really like viewing bro like that. Cause I started to think more and more about what life could have been like for the, the, the guardians um because like there there are like hints that they knew what was coming with the with with spurb and and the i mean i mean grandpa knew uh and there there are like hints at like the relationships between the older characters in in the original universe Mm -hmm. uh but it it makes sense to me like knowing Dirk as a character and Bro being like an older Dirk who would have known about the imminent session, like wanting Dave to be able to take that on and be able to handle mm-hmm. it. Like it makes sense that he he would have been prepping Dave for that and probably would have been doing like a really shitty parenting job. Mm-hmm. That. Yeah, like knowing that Dirk is like not a, not a very good at being an empathetic person. Yeah. Like not not to say not to say that like the Dirk at least that we know in Homestuck before the epilogues isn't like, I I don't I don't mean to paint him as like a sociopath, but he has issues yeah. relating to people. Yeah. And uh, I, it, Dirk is definitely uh, the kind of person you I would not trust to babysit. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
another thing. Uh, once again, why why does Dave have a cell phone? Uh, these kids didn't have cell phones in in the comic. What's going on? They've ruined the, they've ruined Homestuck. Ruined the continuity. Yeah. Uh, uh, did you did you did you see Andrew Hussey in the background in Olive Garden? I did. <laughs> I did. I saw Hussey. I was wondering if anybody else in that picture was like a self insert or like a reference, uh, but I I yeah. knew Hussey. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the pretty much every person in in the background is like a, a creator related to Homestuck. Uh, I on in the trivia section on the wiki, uh, there, there's a list. Uh, at the front table with the headphones on is James Roach, uh, Mr. Music. Uh, that yeah. Then uh, side table with earrings on is Aisha. Uh, at the back table with a Scorpio shirt is Kate Mitchell. Uh, then Zemag, Austin, and Heather of the Vast Error team are at the table to the right, and then. Taz, aka optimistic, optimistic duelist, known YouTuber, uh, is the the one with the glasses on outside, and then Andrew Hussey, Hussman himself. Yeah, that's cool. I I expected I I I, I was expecting it to be like either be just Hussey or everybody, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool that it's like YouTubers and like uh, the people who make Vast Air. That's kind of sweet. I like that. Yeah. Uh, what else? Oh my god, uh, I forgot my, my favorite line from this whole thing, uh, in the, during the, um, during the, the route where, uh, you bring up, uh, Dave's sexuality, um, my, my favorite line ever, uh, coming from S. Reader, hoes are real? <laughs> that is a good line. It's very good. Um, I, I also, I just think it's very funny, like, how... What is it? It's like MSP Raider like explains like anybody can engage in hoish behavior, and Dave is like, "Damn, I never thought about it like that." <laughs> <laughs> it, it is like if you went back and you, uh, it, it's like it made me think of like what if you went back and you like explained the meme right now. If you went back to like, um, a two thousand and ten, and like you explained to somebody who's like. Uh, I guess, like, up to speed on internet culture, that in, in, in 12 years, the new meme will be, what is the sluttiest thing that a man can do? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it really makes me think, like, man, a, a lot of things have changed for the worse, but uh, shit is so much... We, we have so much better jokes and memes now. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I, I, I just love, like, this uh, 13-year-old in 2009 getting explained to him, like, no, listen, hoe theory, like, theoretically, you don't need to be a woman to be a hoe. You can, you can have hoes of any gender. It, it's so like, true. It's like, it, it's like going back and, like, showing your iPod to a caveman. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? Oh, uh, the, there was a detail I forgot. Um, the little ice pe- ice, uh, what was it? Okay. Little, like, ice dispenser camera. Um... Do you notice, like, it going up and down in the background while you're, uh, doing the, doing, the, going through the dialogue? I did, I did notice that. Yeah, um, I, I, I think it is an interesting, uh, a bit of characterization that, like, 
it, it seemed to me, like, in the conversation that, like, Dave was, like, doing, like, the rapping to, like, appease bro or something, is how that kind of came across with the camera, like, coming in and going away. Yeah. Um, and that's, like, it's sad. I don't know. I like it when Dave raps. I think it's funny. I don't want it to be a trauma response <laughs> or, like, a thing that he's, like, pressured into doing. Um, but yeah, it's a, I think that that does, um, maybe give a little bit more, uh, nefariousness to, to bro, to, like, to bro's intent if, um, part of the, it's, like, part of the way that he wants Dave to be is, like, the way that he's behaving and, like, Dave feels like he can, um, pacify or, like, I don't know what the word would be, um, like, deflect negative, like, that he feels pressured to be acting like this is, is, uh, the implications are scary. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know, it's, it's hard to say. Like, I feel like bro is, yeah, I don't, there's not really enough to say from, yeah, there's not enough evidence to make a draw conclusion, but, the behavioral thing, I think, added another, adds another dimension to it beyond just, like, oh, their house is full of sharp objects. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the, there's also, like, it, it, it keeps mentioning that, like, Dave is, it feels like Dave is pantomiming the whole thing, which it goes along with, you know, being performative for the cameras. Um, but I found, and I thought that was kind of interesting that, uh, when we went into his room that, like, uh, MS Peter observes that it all feels like stuff that somebody thinks they should be into. Um, and that's kind of an interesting way to me to handle that. Like, like that's kind of lampshading how Dave, like John, has a bunch of hobbies that are not really relevant to the story beyond yeah. the at all. Yeah. Uh, like the, um, like photography is like not really a, a thing in, in Dave's outside of his intro page. Yeah. Um, and that kind of, I feel like that kind of puts, I, I, I feel like that kind of puts that, th- those like a weird territory of like, I don't know if I'm supposed to think that like, these come out of like, n- having, knowing that like, these don't really have any bearing on at least Dirk's character. Uh, they don't really seem to have much bearing on what Bro does. It just kind of leaves, I feel like that was kind of a uh, weird way to deal with like, Dave's interest specifically. I don't know. Um, I think I'm, I've, I've run out of, of things to say about, uh, Dave's volume. It was very good. Oh, I, MSP reader cry typing is hilarious. Do people still oh, yeah. cry type? Um, I don't know. I'll do it, like, ironically sometimes. I don't know if people, like, do it genuinely still. I, I would be surprised if you, like, we're both in our mid-twenties. I'd be surprised if we were still unironically cry typing. <laughs> Uh, any of the listeners out there who unironically cry type, hit us up in the Discord. Give us your best cry type sentence, and and make it your last one ever. Just don't <laughs> do it. It's embarrassing. <laughs> okay, <laughs> cry typing as a concept sorry, is really funny. Like I, I I think about all the times I did it unironically, like in my teenage years, and I'm like, mm-hmm. man, you could have just typed a normal sentence. It's like it's like the same with like drunk typing. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's like you can, you, you, you are fully capable of, of, of typing a normal sentence at, at like, af- before like a certain, 
amount. Like, you can, you don't have to do all that. I, I think the thing about cry typing versus drunk typing for me is that, like, drunk typing is very silly, but, like, it's it's true that I've been... It's like, real you know, after a certain it's, point. It's, yes, it's real. Um, nobody who is, like, or, okay, very few people who are grief-stricken enough that they just cannot, like, use a keyboard, uh, properly, are going to be, like, posting about whatever's going on on Twitter or Tumblr. <laughs> I think that, that that's really what adds the comedy is, like, if, why are you posting about this? <laughs> yeah, okay. Cry typing. Cry typing. Okay. Um, do you want to move on to the next volume? Um, I guess I have one other question for you. In the in the last sure. two, we 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 talked about how much they felt like thirteen year olds. Do you still think that applies here? Like, does uh, does Dave still feel like a thirteen year old? I don't know if you can make Dave feel like a thirteen year old. Um, Dave is too. I've never met a 13-year-old with a as much command over their own vocabulary as Dave does. True. Um, but, like, from the perspective, like, the his, him, like, being, like, his, his immaturity, like, s- sells well, I think. Yeah. Um, but not as, it, it's still very hard to write Dave and for me to hear a 13-year-old. Yeah. Um, just I can agree with that, yeah. yeah. Alright. Alright, that's all uh, I have to ask. I guess we can move on. Alright. Volume 4, uh, woo! Yeah. Okay, so volume 4, uh, Jade. Um, this is, this is gonna be a bit of a, a bit of a recap, so, uh... This was a hefty one, and you said before we started recording that you read this one immediately after work today. <laughs> pretty much. Um, I, 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 like, read, like, a couple pages of it, and then, like, uh, like, during my lunch, and then I came back and I read the rest of this after I signed off work. Um, but yeah, um, I, I, I still had time to go through it twice and, uh, and, and, and figure out how I felt about it. Um, and the main thing I felt about it was, like, holy shit, uh, Jade being a character really, uh, undercuts how much she's not a character for a lot of home stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Let's yeah. get into it. Uh, Let's get into it. All right. All right. So, um, having just made friends with Dave, uh, we attempt to uh, we attempt to visit Jade normally. Um, we, we close our eyes, we think of an island, and we, we zap there. But instead of a normal smooth landing like we're accustomed to, uh, we are instead greeted by uh, a very angry Becquerel and Jade holding us up at a... At, at, Point at a with a gun. Um, a mystery reader is uh, naturally extremely confused, and uh, as Jade accuses us of playing dumb and having something to do with uh, her dream stopping and what what's what's going on. Uh, that's interesting. That is interesting. So, yeah. Uh, Jade says uh, she she mentions that her 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 dreams have stopped and the her, the prophecies. The dreams that she's had already are not coming true, and she's not having any more. Um, we, as Nemesis Reader, have no idea what she's talking about. Uh, but we do know that her gun that she's pointed at us is making us a little bit nervous. So, 
we can attempt to uh, steal the gun away from her, uh, which will just lead to Beckworld killing us. Um, that's fine. Uh, so instead, uh, we choose to explain ourselves. Um, and, you know, shockingly, uh, we are forgiven after we explain ourselves. Uh, Jade introduces herself, um, and we get the room tour. We learn a little bit about her interests. We learn about uh, furries. Uh, we learn about squiddles. Uh, we learn a little bit about gardening. Um, she shows us around uh, her home. Um, uh, when d- d- we, we get our first sight of, uh, of uh, Jade uh, being, being a little bit tortured with the squiddles bit, uh, as she relays, uh, she, she brings up one of her squiddles toys and she talks about how uh, in this episode, uh, this character was stuck in a in stuck in the uh, the darkness for I think does she, does she say years? Uh, um, something like that. Of, yeah, it's like it's something like that. Um, it just made me think of Kingdom Hearts. Uh, it's stuck, the the one squiddle is stuck in the world of darkness for years, and the other one comes and saves her. Um, and it made Jade cry. And as she relays this, she like her facade cracks a little bit and we, we see her, her anger. Um, but yeah, the story just makes me think of Aqua being stuck in the realm of darkness for some reason. <laughs> um, and then Mickey Mouse shows up. I don't know what happens in Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> uh, all right, moving on. Um, we, we get the house tour. Uh, we see her gardening. Um, we look out on the island and we get a nice view of the volcano and the ruins and the big bay area. Uh, yeah. Um, Jade uh, starts wistfully talking about uh, her friends. Specifically, uh, she brings up Dave first. Um, I'm talking about how uh, Dave always talks about how he wants to visit, um, but he can't. None of my friends can visit because... Not even I know where this island is. Uh, all of the mail comes in through from like a to, or addressed to like a proxy company that Grandpa has set up. Uh, um, did you did you did you catch the name of the place? Did you did you recognize it? Uh, yeah, she meant yeah, Haunt Switch. She mentions yeah, uh, yeah. For 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 those who don't know or don't remember, uh, Haunt Switch is the name of the town that uh. Oh God! What are their names? Jude and Joey. Joey live in. Uh, that's where the that's where Grandpa's Manor is located. Uh, that's mm-hmm. the town. That's also the the title of the supposed four act video game series that is supposed to come after Hive Swap. <laughs> curious. Very curious. Very curious. Yeah. Um. Okay. So yeah. So we're talking about how. Uh, she doesn't even, not even Jade knows where she is in the world, uh, because of all the mystery and secrecy that surrounds it. Um, her facade starts to crack a little again, uh, but she regains control and she starts talking about Grandpa. Um, she starts talking about, uh, Grandpa's adventures and his collections of stuff, his blue ladies, uh, all this, all this good shit that he's brought back from his time in the outside world. Uh, MS Pre-Reader detects a little bit of parental issues, um, or so he thinks, or so we think, and we prod a little bit. We're like, hey, you want to talk about it? And Jade at this point is like, God, no, I don't want to fucking talk about it. Shut the fuck up. What's wrong with you? You're the problem here. (laughs) And then 
realize that she just had an outburst and uh, runs away to her room. Um, this is an awesome yeah. Jade moment. Yeah, very thirteen-year-old Jade moment. Um, yeah. Uh, so we go to her room to try to console her because we feel pretty bad because you know she's clearly not doing too well, and we clearly have done something to upset her. Um, we have to, we, we we go to talk about it. And Jade apologizes to us and explains how she feels. Uh, and I, this is this is where I start feeling like, oh my, wow, this would all have been phenomenal in in Homestuck. Uh huh. Because <laughs> um, what Jade talks about is like her whole life, she's had dreams and visions, dreams that have come true, and prophetic visions. Uh, among which are her. Visiting Prospect in her dreams. Um, well, yeah, she goes to Prospect and she sees the pro- she's a prophecy in, in the clouds. So she's been going to Prospect her whole life. Uh, she knows she's the princess of this place. She knows that she's important to this kingdom. Uh, she knows that things are supposed to happen on John's birthday because she's seen these things in her in her dreams, and they just never happened. They just it, they just stopped coming true, and she's been forced to confront the she's been forced to confront what seems to be her fate from here on out, which is that there's no grand destiny for her. Uh, she's not going to be spirited away, spirited away when the game starts because the game is not starting. And she now has to reckon with spending the rest of her life on this remote island uh, with an all-powerful god dog who just loves her too much to let her ever live her life. And yeah, that's... That's really tough stuff. Um, it's it's good characterization. Uh, it really is. It's good characterization. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, it so it, it really makes me like feel bad. Uh, because it's it, it it's kind of easy to get this idea that Jade would have been like really lonely and like the the game w- was very important to her. Uh. But like the the way she talks about it in this, it, it and, and looking at how her as a character is handled in like like pretty much the entire second half of Homestuck and kind of the epilogues, uh, it makes me like feel bad that she doesn't get that much stuff to do, cause yeah. cause like she's this lonely character and she gets like neutralized like multiple times, uh, cause. <laughs> Jade is always getting murked. Like, like, <laughs> like, it, it's bad enough that like we didn't get enough screen time uh, with characters while like the the three year journey was going on on the ship and on the meteor. Uh, mm-hmm. We just got like snippets like once a year. Uh, but then like you know Jade immediately gets like brainwashed once she gets to the session, uh, and and then when the retcon happens. She's she's like punished for it, and like she loses Dave Sprite and John, and spends those three years alone on the ship, and then she gets brainwashed again, and then gets like put to sleep by Vriska, and is pretty much just taking a taking a nap until like Act Seven. It it's it's sad. <laughs> I, yeah, I I feel like Jade deserves like her own like Homestuck spinoff. <laughs> Yeah, it, 
stories can only focus on on so much, especially with as many characters as Homestuck does. But like, Jade definitely got the shortest end of the stick among the four original kids. Yeah, and I feel like the epilogues, the the post canon team has a has a much stronger vision for Jade as a character than Homestuck ever did, and. I really appreciate it, and I like it a lot. I like the ideas in place a lot, but it it just feels so bad that they're never like there's like they're just not implemented in Homestuck. Yeah. Um, like, and not only like in the um, how can I make this about Dave? Uh, <laughs> not only in the, like, I, I think it's like a shame, but like. The whole, like, when I was reading, uh, Jade talking about, uh, okay, uh, you know what, I'm not done with the recap yet, I'm gonna keep going with the recap and then we can get to this. Um, okay, so, uh, Jade has just tearfully, uh, confessed to us that she, her life is this inescapable loneliness, um, and her losing, uh, us appearing, uh, at the same time, us, uh, we at least represent, we represent things being different and now that we've explained to her our story uh she knows that we were the ones who threw away john's game and so we're the ones who have set uh who have messed up the course of of, of destiny uh so she blames us uh because well we are to blame but she knows that we couldn't have possibly known that that was even remotely in the cards when we did that um so we we reach a point of understanding with jade um, and we try to, we try to make it up to her by being like, hey, I can go anywhere. I can, I can help you escape. Uh, but, uh, as becomes quickly apparent, as Jade explains to us, uh, that's not going to be an option because even, uh, uh, can manipulation powers are still no match for, uh, Beck. Which kind of, uh, called the question how we got away from Doc Scratch, but, mm uh regardless uh so we 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 hatch a plan to outsmart beck at this point uh, how, how can we get jade out uh from under his guide guys so we have two options here um our first one is to assert dominance by punching him beat his ass <laughs> get him <laughs> aren't you glad that you read problem sleuth so you understand this is a problem sleuth reference yeah yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, it would just be like punch the dog in the snout. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, this does not go well for us. We end up in, in a bit of a tussle, uh, and we end up getting warped out uh, into space by the green sun, uh, where we we where Aradia and Solix find our corpse, uh, and Aradia is like, "This poor douchebag looks like he needs to try again." <laughs> I really like this ending. It's a really good bad ending. It's a, it's one of the better bad endings, for sure. Um, I also just, like, I, I love the, uh, the, the oh shit moment of, like, why did we just fucking punch back? That was stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one of, one of the most powerful, uh, entities in Homestuck. Alright. So, absent our, uh, our dog punching plans, um... The other scheme that we can hatch is uh, to just distract Beck with some some good old uh, some good old tummy rubs and pets. Yeah, <laughs> just treating him like a good boy, uh, and we do, and it, and, it, and it puts his ass right to sleep. 
Um, very cute. I also love this. So yeah, uh, we 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 put Beck down for a nap, uh, and we go out with Jane, and we go and explore the ruins. Um, wow. So we're in the temple, and we we see all of the uh, the runes and whatnot on the walls. Jade recognizes um, the Skya imagery, uh, and she's like, "Whoa, this is just like my dream. It's all real," uh, which gives her some renewed hope uh, for 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 her future. Uh, we find the time capsule, which is now stuck at four thirteen. Uh, thank God. Um, Jade discovers the moon transportalizers as well. Uh, and we go through the Prospect one, and we don't really get to do much. Uh, Jade is denied audience with the Queen, and we leave just as Jack swoops in to blow the whole place up. Frightening. Yeah. How is he still here? <laughs> How is he still here? Yeah, Jack, uh, with whose ring? Prototypes with what? Interesting. Uh, let's see. Okay, so we, we leave Prospect, uh, and the uh, transportalizer uh, is destroyed behind us. And we uh, we follow Jade back uh, to the house uh, as she mulls over uh, all of this new information that she's discovered. Um, we get back, uh, Jade has reached a conclusion, and her conclusion is that uh, her dreams of becoming a hero are not dead. And she simply had naive ideas about what heroism truly meant. Uh, she thought that one day she was going to be spirited away and be happy uh, and find a new life uh, outside of the island. But now she realizes that being a hero is to, to suffer uh, for your ideals. And she will simply uh, be miserable uh, for the sake of her own destiny, question mark? Something like that. Yeah. Um, we have the choice to stop her or not. Uh, if we, if we choose to just let her think that, th there's not really much of an ending, it just kind of, like, it just calls you an asshole, and then, uh, we, we, there's, like, a bad end page that's scribbled over with Jade, uh, with Jade's handwriting that says, very important heroic ending. Um, if we choose to, uh, to stop her and be like, hey, that's crazy, what are you talking about? Uh, we, we give her a little spiel about, um... Just because, like, it might things might be hard doesn't mean you have to not let yourself be happy. Uh, you can't you you can't lose hope. And Jade takes this and she's like, you know what? I was being kind of immature when I said I have got to be miserable. Uh, thank you. And we realize, hey, we can we might not be able to get Jade off the island, uh, but we certainly can bring all of her friends here and have an epic slumber party. So. Uh, we go, and we get John, we get Rose, we get Dave, uh, with a little bit of persuading, and we bring everyone back together, and we have an epic slumber party. The end. Yeah! <laughs> and, uh, as we, d as, as we leave them, uh, to their fun, uh, the narration notes, um, we just can't shake the feeling that these kids are never gonna escape the bullshit that haunts them, uh, but at least they can, they can have moments like this. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, okay. What I was saying earlier, uh, to bring us back immediately. So, this whole, like, Jade's, like, perception of, like, wanting to be a hero and, like, her idea of, like, what heroism means, um, I, I just keep thinking of, like, an imaginary version of Homestuck where Jade and Dave are, like, equally fleshed out characters and they have a really compelling, like, 
foil arc yeah. to it. Yeah. And I'm like, man, Jade is such a fucking missed opportunity. Man. It's really tragic. I, I hate that I hate that a lot of my takeaway from this route is like uh wow, this is a lot of death added to a character that did not have much before, but it, it's it's really hard for me to it's really hard to not notice it. Yeah. For me. The 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 ending of this like uh when 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 Jade like comes back from Prospect and like just starts deciding like oh I I I have to suffer to to be able to be to to be able to have that that dream life of being a hero or whatever. Uh mm. the 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 decision that you're given f- feels like like a- accepting it is like saying yeah I'm fine with how Jade is handled in Homestuck. And not accepting it it feels like an outright rejection of how she's handled in Homestuck. Like it's it's saying no this character does not have to suffer. Hmm. She she can she can have that some something different. She doesn't have to keep suffering and living this life that she doesn't really enjoy. She can she can be with her friends. Uh which is something she was really deprived of in Homestuck. I don't know if I would I, I have a kind of a hard time reading it that way like directly. Um but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna disagree that like this is a much better version of Jade than like we ever really get yeah. in HS. Uh yeah, I uh, mm. Ugh. I, I like this a lot. I I did okay, to focus on the good of it, um I did I this is the the reason that I'm having this reaction is because this was like really well put together. Yeah. Uh I like this vision of Jade a lot. Um, I think that it squares very well with, like, Epilogue's Jade. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think that, like, this, the notion of, like, Jade spent her entire life uh, waiting to, like, get to go on adventures as a teenager. Uh, and then, like, it all happened at once. Um, it, it, it makes a lot of sense with that characterization of her that, like, she would act like the way she does in um in in Candy, for instance, where she's like very uh, what do you call it? Uh, she's very eager to in in both meeting Candy, it, it, she's very like eager to be an adult and like to like have like a real adult relationship and like be a grown up. Yeah, him. yeah. Um, and it it, it, it I, I the canon Jade is 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 a is a character. Ugh. Yeah. Hmm. Uh. Oh, I don't know what else do we have to say about this. Um. I. I want to. I want to say I love this ending. I. It is cute. This ending is is so good, and it means a lot to me. I remember the first time I read it, I started tearing up because I I I love these characters. I love this friend group. And and for them to just be like normal kids, uh, with the with, I mean they have their funny mailman now, but mm-hmm. f- for them to like just be normal, and like have like a little sleepover and like do normal kid things, it's it's nice. I I, I really like it. It's it's classic like wish fulfillment fanfic. Yeah, made real. 
and it worked. It, you know, people write those things because they want them, and and it's good. And I I I agree. Uh, I I like um some of the details in the. I like the part where uh one of my, a detail I like a lot in the end of this uh, in this ending is uh, when you go to get Dave, and uh, Rose is like, you you catch Rose like thinking and she says uh she's thinking about like the ethical implications of uh i forget the way she's she doesn't in a in a rose way but she, she basically is like is thinking about the ethical situation presented by having somebody with retcon powers uh in the group now yeah um and it's specifically like in response like she's thinking about this in the context of, like dave being like i don't know if i should go things are pretty rocky with bro right now after i went to olive garden um, and I like to see that from, like, Rose a lot as well as, like, these characters, like, care about each other and are concerned for their situation. Um, good to see, like, Rose, like, uh, Rose being, like, genuine and thinking about her friends in a way that's, like, not presented as sarcasm, like, sarcasm, like, or introduced with sarcasm. Um, also, like, when Jade is talking about, uh, Dave, um, and... Our friends can't visit her. Um, that, that's like also kind of like a cute nod to like Jade's whole thing with Dave. Um, I I kind of wish we got a little bit more of that. Honestly, like I guess there's only so much you can fit in, but like I, I think that like <laughs> explore maybe exploring like uh, Jade. Like I don't know if she just thinks he's really cool or what would be fun. Um, but yeah, I, I I like the amount of things that are being peppered in throughout here to like remind us that like not only are these characters front like talking to us, but they're friends with each other. And I guess a lot of what I like about Pester Quest so far is that um is giving us like we are we we are getting the proper experience of like we're meeting the members of a pre established friend group already. We are the newcomer. Yeah. Um, whereas, like, with Friends, it was kind of, like, basically clean slate every time. Mm -hmm. Uh, or, like, just, uh, a co endless conga line of guys who are unrelated, mostly unrelated to one another. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, is good. Is good. Um, I, I don't, I don't know if I have much more to say about Jade. Unfortunately. Um... But yeah, I I liked both of these today uh, a lot. Uh, it was it was very good, and the the extended ending to like, I guess to wrap up the the four Earth kids uh, before we move on to our next volumes was was a really nice little ending. Yeah. Uh, the 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 uh, the end like illustration is cute. Uh, there's like John getting his nails painted. Um, the Dave and Jade, like, trading personas. I think Dave's persona looks very funny. Um, I I think it was a good move to not go super into details on the, the slumber party and just kind of let uh, let it happen, or, like, let it let us know that, like, yeah. it's happening. Yeah. Um, it, we're, as MS Reader, we're not, like, privy to it. Like, it's not our business, but it's it's there. And we know it's there, and I don't know. You could call that a you could call that a cop out, but I don't think it is, and I I think it's a very sweet way to 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 do that. 
Agree. It's really good. Agree. I love it. Yeah. All right. Um, do we have anything else to say about uh about our reading today? Um. Any more thoughts? Um, I don't think so. The Jack being there is weird. Although I don't know what it, how much there is to it, say. It, it is weird. Um. <laughs> I still don't know how I feel about it. I can't remember if it's like touched on again. Really? Uh, I thought this was like a a, a, a a crucial cliffhanger because like it it mentions that he's got wings and tentacles. Like he's prototyped with um the what do you, what were he's prototyped with like the bird and the sword and the uh, squid princess or whatever Rose threw in there. Yeah. Um. I I I don't know like like the 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 vibe that I got is like the even though it kind of like doesn't function with with like the rules that Homestuck has established it felt like they walked into like the session like mm-hmm. like the main one from the Homestuck proper, like everything was going yeah. fine. Cause like the guards were like, you're not supposed to be here. Go away. <laughs> like it felt like now, now just like off screen in Homestuck, like Jade and MSPA reader have like popped out the prospect and then left. Yeah. It, it, one of it, it's very like, Homestuck being convoluted and hard to understand is, like, not anything out of the ordinary, but, like, this is just, like, such, like, a glaring, like, wait, that's wrong. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I guess sometimes sometimes they miss, unfortunately. L behavior. It, Get it together. L, <laughs> L reference, come on. <laughs> Get this shit out of here. All right. Um, do you want to wrap this one up? Sure. All right. Before we do that, we got to know what we're reading next week. Uh, next week, as it's hinted at in in this volume, uh, volume four, uh, MSPA reader is going to take off to Prospect to meet some some citizens and Prospect uh, in in volume five. Uh, just volume five, even though it, just five, just five. Uh, f- for the next six. Volumes, it's going to be two characters per volume, so we're just going to take it down to one volume per episode, keep up with the two characters per episode. So it's right. just going to be volume five. All right. Uh, just volume five. We're, we're going we're gonna to meet our good friends, Karkat and Kanaya. Oh my god. My two favorite Ks. Woo. Okay. All right. Well, in that case, uh, I think that uh, we, can, we can wrap this one then. Yeah. Well... Well, uh, I just said in that case like four times, so I can't do it again. <laughs> uh, well, listeners, you have been, I can't say listen twice in a row. Um, this guy. Hey, fuckers, you've been listening <laughs> to a Homestuck podcast. I'm Aiden. And I'm John. Uh, John, we'd like to thank our patrons. I'd love to. Shout outs to the Big 12. Uh, Darsh, Ina E, Corin, Simon Martins. Gareth F, Caffeine, Danny, Amber M, Tezrak, Mel, Haxis 3, and then the one you say. And Poof the 27th. 
Yeah. Thank uh, you for thank money. You all, thank you all so much for money. Uh, I, I've i been talking over you so bad that I just talked over your fucking page. It happens. I'm, it happens. I, my God. I'm going to podcaster jail. All right. <laughs> So yeah, uh, thank you so much to all of our patrons. Um, if you would love to join the those illustrious names uh, we have just read out to, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash hpcast, uh, and you can give us your money there if you feel so inclined. Uh, we have perks uh, such as getting the episodes on Saturdays or uh, instead of on Mondays, uh, or uh, putting your fan troll in the comic if you're exorbitantly wealthy. Uh, th- these, these and more at patreon.com slash hpcast. Uh, let's see. I never figured out where I was going to th- shout the rabbit hole store, but I'll shout it out here as well. If you, if you don't want to give us, if you don't want to commit like that, but you still want to give us money, you can check out our Red Bubble store at, uh, hbcast.redbubble.com. Um, we have some shirts there. We have, uh, uh, we have some cool designs. We have the Tavros Drake acrylic block. Uh, <laughs> go and check it out. Uh, we, we got some, we got some funny shirts. Um, so yeah, uh, money. Uh, even if, uh, you are a, a, a complete cheapskate and an ingrate who doesn't want to give us all of your dollars, Whoa. uh, <laughs> we still, we do still love you. Uh, I would like to extend our second shout out, uh, as usual to all of our listeners. Um, thank you all so, uh, seriously, th- seriously, th- uh, thank you guys, uh, means a lot to, uh, to have an audience. Um, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, really enjoy, uh, getting to, uh, to do this show and hear back from people about it. Um, uh, we love our fans. I want to interject here really quick. Uh-oh. Uh, m- more of you should be more willing to join the Discord. Uh, the, the Discord's been popping up. Yeah, the, the Discord's been, like, the most active it's ever been recently. So uh, if, if you want to get in on it while it's while it's going, join the Discord. The link's in our Twitter bio. Yeah, check it out. Um. So, yeah. Uh, and as always, our third shout out, uh, I would like to extend to Alex, our artist and editor. Uh, there is, as I've said before, there is no HP cast without Alex. So thank you, uh, or not to Alex, I guess, depending on how you feel about the continued existence of the show. Um, but yeah, uh, we love you. It means a lot. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, you can, you can go and own some of Alex's work yourself now if you go and get that, uh, the water bottle with all of our faces on it that he drew. Very cool. Um, so yeah, I gotta work on, I gotta work on the Red Bull, uh, shills. That was, that was just terrible. <laughs> um, regardless, uh, regardless, um, we will see you guys again next week, uh, for Pester Quest Volume 5, uh, as we get into our, our trolls. Uh, of this game so yeah uh, see you again next week see ya